Hey! Hi, Renee. How you doing? Um, good. <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm glad you're doing good. How was your Mother's Day? Um, it sucked. <laughs> I guess that's a bad that escalated opening. quickly. <laughs> I guess that's a bad opening to our happy po- podcast. <laughs> but we're unfiltered, so yeah. And you asked. You, I mean, it just wasn't the greatest, you know. Like, so um, but it was re- relaxing, and I got a lot of rest, and so for that, I'm thankful. How about yours? Yeah, it was eventful. Um, it flooded. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And just was not expecting that. Like, I woke up and I was like, all right, today, you know, I saw Whole Foods had some really nice flowers the day before, but I was in a hurry, so I was, like, gonna go get a few, like, tulips, like, bouquets of tulips and stuff for, like, Mama, you, and Ray, and, like, do all the stuff I really was like oh maybe we can like have mimosas this morning or something I don't know I was just like thinking of all the nice things that would be like great to do and then I looked outside right it was so gross it was like three feet of water Mm -hmm. like unexpected where did that come from I heard the rain and I got the notifications like oh slash flooding but like it was raining and then it wasn't raining so like I fell asleep like oh Yep, I guess the rain's over. Thank God that ended. Nah. <laughs> Water. Yeah. Like, everywhere. In so many different parts of the city. It was insane. I know. I know. I'm I'm not looking forward to summertime. That part of... That aspect of summer in New Orleans. Yeah. I'm really not. I'm trying to stay positive. And, oh, let me just go ahead and throw out... I have not filled the position of HSB um, Hurricane Season Bay... The position is still open. There were some qualified but not eager enough candidates. So (laughs) I'd like to second that. Okay. But I want to go back a little bit to Mother's Day and think about, like, what are the expectations of Mother's Day and, like, how unrealistic are they? Really? Seriously? Like, uh, how unrealistic are they? Okay, what are your ex- what are your let's just talk about your expectations. I don't have any expectations because I don't have a spouse. Anyone who is like a contributor to my motherhood mm-hmm. journey, like supporter of me is also a mother. And so like I can't, I'm not depending I'm never have never depended on someone else to like make my day great. Right. Which is, like, just a bunch of bullshit that they've even, like, made these standards of, like, it's Mother's Day, so you should be pampered, you shouldn't have to do anything, like, your house should be cleaned for you, and, like, all of these things, when, like... I mean, really, what it is, is the okey-doke, the runaround, the bamboozle, because, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to show you that I appreciate you and give you a break because this is all your job right (laughs) one day of the year and then all other 364 days that's on you lady handle your business but also (laughs) it's still on you on mother's day because but i'm saying like it's a joke it's just like you really shouldn't have any expectations of like what mother's day should be it should just be a day where you give yourself grace like you should just give yourself the you know 
ability to not do anything if you don't want to. Yeah, just kindness to yourself. Like, yeah, I'm not cooking or I'm just going to leave the house dirty or whatever you want to do on that day that doesn't kill your kids. Right. And and you don't kill your kids because that would be tragic. Because the kids <laughs> is still bad on Mother's Day. I think they're worse. They're like, oh, you think this day is about you? I'm finna show you. Right. I think that they are definitely worse. Like, some of my worst mommy moments of, you know, like, Bela or Ram's behavior have been on Mother's Day. Yeah, you should just, like, not even tell them it's Mother's Day. Don't hype it. Don't hype yourself up about it. Just, you know, pretend like it's Tuesday. What did Eli give you for Mother's Day? He told me Happy Mother's Day on Tuesday. (laughs) Which was yesterday. Two days after Mother's Day. (laughs) He gave me nothing except a list of demands of things he wanted to do, eat, whatever. Like, Bela said that she was making me a gift. Um, She said she was making me a candle. But I know that even if she made the candle, she had zero intentions on giving it to me because she was mad that she didn't get her birthday presents. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You ain't getting that candle. I'm not. (laughs) She's so petty. You are absolutely not getting that candle so petty so that's enough of mother's day i mean for me for mother's day i guess i'm just like you know i'm happy i'm thankful for so many things Mm -hmm. i'm thankful for my mom our mom who is amazing and i'm thankful for um being a mom and I'm thankful for um having a lot of pleasant experiences around being a mom because I know people mother in very different ways and there are some people who don't have the same experience as me so I just you know decide to be thankful like when my kid is being bad I'm like but he's here. You know, it's just little things like that that keep me positive every day, not just on Mother's Day. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I was happy to have a little break and some alone time, and I made the mistake of watching too many serious documentaries on Netflix. That's the story of your life. I know. So then I had to, like, start. <laughs> so then I had to like try to like find really funny and like things to watch and I actually saw a documentary called Night School that was about but that's serious but it was inspirational <laughs> and it made me happy so that was good mm-hmm. this is why <laughs> when they say what are the signs uh, as bread this is why you wheat bread why you, you was white bread. Exactly. Okay. Because so. you're just so serious and wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> I am that. <laughs> Wheat bread is like, a, like mm, yeah, you know, I've really gotten to like and love wheat bread. I really got to know her and I'm really seeing all the benefits of <laughs> Of what wheat wheat bread has to offer. (laughs) I don't think that there are any benefits to wheat bread. Wheat wheat bread is nasty on grilled cheese sandwiches. Wheat bread is, you know, I feel like it molds faster. It's healthy for you, is my point. (laughs) 
I don't know how accurate the molding <laughs> the molding faster is. Uh, anyways, and everybody likes white bread. I mean, like even if you don't like white bread, if it's an option, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go with that white bread. Do you know I didn't taste white bread till I was like seven years old? Yeah, I was kind of old. Our parents was not. Let me see white bread. <laughs> okay, and I thought it was such a treat. Um, all right, so I have a another a treat for Renee. Okay, because we are gonna talk about. Taylor Swift's Billboard Music what did that performance? Happen? Oh no, like recently. Okay. Um, like the past week or so. Okay. Why she want to ask me questions like this? If you, if anyone knows me, this is what you should know. I have zero concept of time. I don't know if it happened yesterday, last week, last year, or four decades ago. If Korea Legit. ever commits a crime, she's going to jail. Because her alibi, or even if she ever gets accused of committing a crime, she's going to jail. Because her alibi will be all jacked up. Or, or, even if, if I commit the crime, I will have zero knowledge of what I did. Because I don't remember <laughs> details and time and, and place. So, they wouldn't be able to commit me because I'd be like, I don't know. I legit don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. Well... You still probably will go to jail. Why was me talking about me going to jail? <laughs> Back to Taylor Swift. Okay. All right. So Renee hasn't seen this yet, but basically this is Taylor Swift redoing the Beyonce Coachella performance, and it's just wrong. Okay. All right. But this is—is is it her singing her song? Yeah, it's her song. Okay. Do you see it? I see the band? whistles. It's a white marching band wearing all white. No, not white. It's not white. It's pink. Oh, that's what they have on pink? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like pale pink? <laughs> I was wondering, are they playing the drums or are they just pretending? Like, is it a recording and they're pretending? Because they look offbeat AF. They probably are offbeat. What the, is this supposed to be like a spoof performance? No, no, absolutely not. This is supposed to be like legit real. Yeah, wait till she comes on. This is the part where I'm like, she, she, she meant to copy this. this oh is, my goodness! What the? Wait a minute, though. So she, she don't walk like that. She don't know how to walk like that. How many times does she have to pause that that Beyonce Netflix? special to see how to walk with her from side to side like that sashay so did she give did she like pay tribute did she like give Are you joking? credit no i'm serious like did she say y'all beyonce held it down and Coachella, like i had to like put the white girl spin do on you it. Ha- do you know anything about taylor Swift? all i know is she's a horrible person who does a lot of horrible things she, like like she does really she like no i just mean that like she's always like very unapologetic about being a white girl and entitled and doing what the f she wants all i know is that like kanye west uh took her award that time or whatever or said she didn't deserve her award and then like the whole world and she didn't and then the whole world was like oh no poor taylor swift exactly yeah like that's the that's who she is. That was so horrible. That no, was, no, no, no. We're staying on track. I was about to talk about this. Oh, oh with, yeah. with the video I just saw. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely horrible. It's like Coachella spread with mayonnaise. Mayochella. Mail, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just... The, the biggest question 
I have is who let her do this? Like, how many people watched this dress rehearsal, performance, like, all of this stuff and said... Who came up with the concept? Oh, pretty sure she came up with the concept. Well, how... Were they just like, you're whack, and if you do this, people... You're gonna get a lot of, like... People are gonna be like, oh, no, you copied off of Beyonce, so people are gonna talk about it regardless? Ma'am. Yes? How often do white people steal stuff from black people and give no credit and don't... And act like it's the first time they came up with it? All the time. Okay, so I yeah, that didn't happen. Oh my god, that didn't happen. What happened was she was like, you know, what would be really great for my Billboard Music Awards performance? What? Tell me. If I had like a marching band. Oh my what? god, wouldn't it be so cute if they had like all pink and like no. I walked out? I came out and it was like this dramatic entrance. She was the opening act, by the way. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. so many people saw this go down and let her do it Mm-mm. and didn't even say like, hmm. Nah, Taylor. Yeah, no, because they they honestly think that it's okay for her to do that and do whatever she wants. And then it's going to be like, how iconic, how amazing was Taylor Swift's Billboard Music Awards performance? Did anybody call her out on this? Black Twitter. I mean, that's it. The, that's it. <laughs> Black Twitter, that's it? Nobody else called her out on this? Nobody else. Even though, I'm sure, like, even white people who are Taylor Swift fans who saw the Beyonce performance probably still watched it and then gave her credit for all the things she did. It looked like Easter threw up on the fucking stage. <laughs> like, the outfits, the, like, first of all, it there was no formation. People were all over the place. It was bad, and everybody was on their feet cheering. Mm-mm. Like, yay, white people can do it too. Renee, no, nobody was thinking about Beyonce. <laughs> this is what you don't understand. How could they not? How could they not be thinking about Beyonce? This is what you do not understand. I don't. Kim Kardashian started wearing cornrows. Right. And it was like, I don't even, they changed the name for it. Mm-hmm. They called it something else stupid. And like, look at. I don't even remember what they called it. They called it Bolderic braids or something because Bolderic had stole it 20 years earlier from black people. Yeah, it, so it's just they do it, they appropriate it, and then it becomes theirs. And we just act like someone else did not create the concept Mm-mm. or like is, has not been around or whatever. Like nobody is to, is except for the re- except for black America that is like Oh, she tried it. She tried it. But nah. Right. And nobody else, everybody else is like, that was great. Uh-huh. Renee is so positive, y'all. She's like, <laughs> she's like, so they all, wow, so all of those people were just like, no, they were not. <laughs> they were not. They did. But no, I'm not, it's not that I'm being positive. It's that I can't imagine that they, not one person was like, you're going to look stupid stupid doing this because Beyonce just did this at for homecoming there's a whole movie about it like you're going to look like a whack ass biter but they know that she's not because she's a white girl with blonde hair yeah those rules do not apply to her right and in their mind she's greater than Beyonce don't know how they could think that but (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you I'm telling you that's what they think Oh my god. They never even considered Beyonce. Not once. Oh my gosh. It's horrible. I don't know how any black person got on stage with her. Like, I 
There were black people up there mm-hmm. too? Mm-hmm. Just the same way they had black people behind Donald Trump, you know, at his little uh, yeah. campaign events and stuff. Yeah, it's just bad. And um, Taylor Swift, no. Just no. Just no. You need to respect your elders. <laughs> <laughs> and just no. Like, I'm, I'm so sick of it. Taylor Swift really would get popped. She really would. Like, she would just get her feelings so hurt. You know, in real life, with some black girls, <laughs> which, which is never gonna be her real, which would never be her real life, right? Never, right? And I feel like even though, like, even when you go, when there's like one white girl at a school of all black people, they don't call them out on their shit, right? They just let them do what they want. Be like, oh, look at this cute little white girl, right? So no, and they'd be like, she's so down, right? <laughs> Um, did you see, I know you didn't see Sierra's, um, Billboard Music Award performance, if you didn't see that. No. Um, but Sierra performed, I think, one of her new songs, Thinking About You. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. Sort of, like, really poppy. Um, but I didn't know she sung it. Like, I heard it before, uh-huh. but I didn't, like, know that it was hers. And I watched the video, and it's, like... A lot of like twerking, uh-huh. but it's so weird because it doesn't match the lyrics or the music. It just yeah, the music is so pop. Like uh-huh. it's like Miley Cyrus twerking. Like it just puts you with a mind frame of that. But it's like Sierra really can dance and it's good. But it's like this don't go here, right? I don't know. It did. It's like it wasn't like my goodies, my goodies. Like it was like. <laughs> It wasn't none of that. It just is very, like, pop. I saw her uh, Met Gala uh, outfit with her cute little double afro puffs with Big Frida. That was cute. Really cute. Yeah. But she's still, you know, she she's a good dancer, but she's not, like... Um, she doesn't have any edge. She's a good, like, trained dancer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, she tried to, like, wobble and stuff. Listen, I really can't critique people's dancing. Everybody knows this. But you don't get on TV and do it? I would. Everyone oh. would laugh at me. <laughs> oh, you would? <laughs> I would. My friend with a big booty was trying to teach me how to twerk. Like, not in high school, but a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> she was like, Nate, your motion is off. You got to, like, bounce your, uh, your leg up and down, and then your booty going to swirl. But my booty wasn't even swoo. It wasn't moving at all. <laughs> it was... Yeah, I, I'm not, I can't, I don't, I don't dance like that either, like, you give me a few drinks and, like, you gonna pretend like you could dance. Yeah, but don't put me in no dance battle. It's not <laughs> you gonna lose. A twerk off, like, it, it's not gonna be a good plan. When I think about dancing and whatever, and, like, this, like, appropriating, you know, what's great about black people, but then, like, putting some mayo on it. <laughs> It made me think of this video I saw yesterday, which is a classic clip from um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where um, Viv goes to the dance class, mm-hmm. and the um, white women are hating on her, but then she, like, totally kills the ballet, but, you know, she put her uh, chocolate on it. Yeah. They're not hating on her. They're just like, what are you doing here, old lady? Mm-hmm. Like this, you about to hurt yourself. Right. And she's sure. That black don't correct. Yes. 
But, so, like, Sierra, you know, she has, I guess, a new album out, and she has a few videos, has released a few other videos. One of them is called Beauty Marks, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, it shows her and Russell Wilson's wedding, and, like, some clips from her birth, the birth of her daughter. Um, and I thought that that was cool to show that, but it's... She sort of, like, gives me Aisha Curry vibes, and so does Russell Wilson, like... What do, what do you mean when you say Aisha Curry vibes? It just, you know, like, you know, good, nice, seemingly nice people, or whatever, but just really kind of boring. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, it's a little boring. Um, not And not in, like, a... Do you think that she's genuinely boring, or do you think that she's trying to be yeah, this no. mother-wifey role? No, no, no. I, I don't mean like that. I just mean, like, like the baby was born. Mm-hmm. She's like, happy birthday, like, singing to the baby. <laughs> and, like, and Russell Wilson's like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful. Look at all her hair. And, like, I'm a doula, so I've been to a lot of births. And, like, it just don't be like that. And I don't think that it's fake either. It's just, like, this is, ooh, wow, like, y'all really are gonna be those parents like, oh my god, look, she picked her first booger! Like, that. <laughs> you know, like, I can't relate. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I, I guess it's wrong to call her boring. She's just not relatable for me, mm-hmm. you know? And, mm-hmm. and it's almost like, is she this nice? Can she be this nice? But I know people like that. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. Well, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I just think that it's very interesting. It's, it's still interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, you waiting for the not nice to come out or something? Like, you waiting to see, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Or not even the not nice, but just, like, a more human element. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a more, like, n- not so together, not so polished, not so, you know. Yeah perfect yeah i mean she always got a white lady wig on so that's another thing <laughs> what is a white lady wig because all because so many black women wear wigs right now so what is the difference between a black lady wig and a white lady wig okay so a white lady wig is one that looks like it a wig that looks like it belongs on the head of a woman who wears tennis skirts. <laughs> <laughs> is like, it is like that her hairstyle or would that woman actually wear that wig? No, that's the woman's hairstyle. Okay. Okay. And then Sierra puts it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like very strange. <laughs> I think I saw her like take have a white lady wig on that she tried to make a black hairstyle on top of. Like, she had on, like, a white lady wig, but then she put, like, two cornrows on the side leading to, like, a ponytail or something. Yeah, see, that's the kind of thing she does. And <laughs> and so, like, I feel like she has this new album, and, you know, she's having more presence, like, sort of like she's, you know, trying to get back into the music game. So, I, I want to pose a question to you, Renee. Okay. Do you think that Sierra can make a comeback now in her new lifestyle well 
I don't, I'm not sure Sierra was ever actually here. <laughs> <laughs> like, when Sierra came about, it was the same time as, like, Beyonce and Rihanna. And both of them had a lot more edge. You know, Destiny's Child, these girl groups, whatever. And then it was Sierra. And I constantly would confuse, like, I would hear a song, I'd be like, oh, who's that? And I just could never pinpoint her voice, her style. Like, yeah. she looked different in every music video. Different white lady wigs every time. <laughs> <laughs> right, you know? I don't... I, so, I don't think she has a good voice. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to watch a performance of Sierra unless she's dancing, which, you know, is very, like... You know, America's got talent. People gonna, people gonna get mad at me right now, but I'm about to say this. Uh, See, I always get scared when you say something. No, like it's about music. It's not that big of a deal. Sierra, to me... Is like Monica and Brandy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Brandy had a good voice. She could dance. She had a lot of personality. She could, you know, was really talented or whatever. Um, but I think Monica got more. Um, she was ranked equally, I guess, as uh-huh. Brandy, but because she was cute and pretty. But I don't think she was born. She didn't have no, she, you know, she didn't have no anything special, in my opinion. And that's yeah. kind of... I think Brandy's a better singer, though, than yeah. Monica. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, like, Sierra's not a good singer, she whatever, but she has a pretty face and she can dance, so... Yeah, it's easy to promote her, I guess. But who are her fans? Who Like, who listens to Sierra? I feel like maybe it would be people that are, like, my age, but at the same time, the music that she's making is not really, like, relatable, fitting. Right. Her. I don't know who listened to Sierra. Like, I, I have no idea. I would think white girls because she... Got- but do they? I, like, I really I don't... don't know. Like, I mean, you know, somebody gotta be listening if she's still, you know, making music and stuff. Yeah. But who? If y'all are Sierra fans... <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Tell us what you like about Sierra. I got it. Look, I, I, see, I, I literally almost got broken up over the fact that I said that Tamia was boring and whack. And I don't know why. I, I like her music, a couple of songs or whatever, but I could never actually be a Tamia fan. Well, Sierra has 22 million followers on Instagram. Well, there you go. But, you know... I think people follow her, too, to, like, see... Her life. Her life, her relationships, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So so maybe that's it. And so if that's the case, then they will, like, maybe still like her music just because they, they like her, mm-hmm. maybe? I don't know. So if you had to, like, get rid of one, right? One what? One, one artist. Okay. Out of Sierra... Uh huh. Um, Brandy. Uh huh. Monica and I'm gonna throw Kelly Rowland in there because oh. that's like was all around the same time. Okay. Who Who would you get rid of? I would get rid of Monica. Hmm. At this Sierra be right behind her. <laughs> She'd be right behind her. But the reason why I would keep Sierra is because she have a couple of good like you know like body party. That's my jam. So, mm-hmm. you know, she have a couple of things where it's like, oh, wait, okay, she got a little something going on or whatever. But I, Monica, 
to me, I all I could picture her is sitting on the curb in her nineties outfit <laughs> with her old lady white sandals on, trying to be cool. You know, I, I don't want to give you a vodka. <laughs> I, I think I would give it a brandy. What? Yeah. What? Why? Okay, name a brandy song that you gotta listen to. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know, but I like her voice. Like when I hear Brandy on the radio, I know it's Brandy. Okay, but you don't listen to her songs. No. Okay, so like, but think about good Monica songs, right? Like, like what? Before you walk out of my life. Yeah. Um. That's what's it. the other one? <laughs> was Chad Johnson was in the video? I don't know. Wake up. Sing it. I'll try to put the fire. You're everything to me or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that was a jam. That was too. Okay. All all Brandy songs that I could think about are like songs I I could live without. Like, Sitting Up in My Room. Sitting Up in My... That's a good song. Hey, but do you have it on a playlist? No, because I'm grown. But, like, for the time and, like, the her age, I felt like it was really good. I think they all could go, except Kelly Rowland. That's my girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway. So, like, Russell Wilson just got a, like, $145 million contract. If we are wrong, don't. Okay, we wrong. All right? Like, all right, we don't we, have a fact checker, historian. And, and we don't know nothing about and, no contracts, no football, no ESPN, all of that. I mean, we know about football, but we don't know about all the background stuff. We, we know a little bit, but don't don't come for us. Okay, anyways, and I think, like, $65 million was, like, a signing bonus. So he really oh, got, like, $5 like, million after taxes. Yeah, he's, like, one of the, <laughs> like... What? No. That's a joke. Oh, he's, like, one of the highest-paid athletes or something like that mm-hmm. right now. And, um, so, I mean, I'm sure that helps his relationship with Sierra, right? Maybe, maybe not. She. I feel, I, that's how she get. Could come. You know how men say, like, the more beautiful a woman is, the more difficult she is, the more demanding she is? Mm-hmm. I think that is the same thing with, like, men and money. Like, the more money a man this has... What's Sierra gotta do except bounce her booty up and down on these fake-ass videos that she make with her play money? I mean, what I'm saying is that, like, she might... He might... That might be all he's bringing to the table is money. She might be bored. Yeah, and then if she gets bored, she go record a video, <laughs> an album, and that'd be it. Like, I, she, you know, like, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think, you know, you sound kind of like, I mean, you sound like people who were saying about Aisha Curry. Like, what's wrong with Aisha Curry? I, she needs I'm to be happy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm sure that helps I, I don't care. Maybe you think more money brings more problems. But I'm saying, like, I'm sure it's good for Sierra to know they got all this money so she can, you know, do whatever she wants with her music career. She can put out five videos at one time. And if nobody don't listen to them or watch them, it don't matter because <laughs> she's not looking to make any money from it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, but I was just saying that that's an added bonus to their relationship. Oh, um, and because of that, he told Future, "Don't send him. Don't send no child support." Future wouldn't have been able to send me no child support anyway, unless like I mean, I just feel like 
if with your child support comes some headaches, some problems, your mouth, you causing trouble, you making my kid worry, you causing me headaches, you could keep that money. I don't care how broke I am. You're going to keep that money, Future. Keep it. Are you Do you know what Future look like? I, I, he, I bet he ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she just called a man by name. Yeah, you got that clue. So, in your opinion, do you think that Russell Wilson like is overstepping his boundaries as a I think that future looks like he want to look. Not like that is not the question. <laughs> okay. What's the question again? <laughs> the question is, do you think that Russell Wilson is overstepping doing too much like as a step parent i think that there's nothing like i think that as a step parent you have the same responsibilities as a parent so i don't see how you can overstep i think that you know yes someone has a father what is wrong with potentially having two fathers i don't think you give 72 percent because you're a step parent yeah but what he's so like in some people's opinion like what he's doing is pushing him out like you know he makes like sometimes even though he's all the way nice like sometimes he'll make videos Mm -hmm. with them all you know all as a family and people will be like russell wilson shouldn't be having future child all up in their bed and stuff like that you know um and and so they feel like he he's pushing future out like we don't need your money we don't need you to see your kid you know, whatever, whatever. No, I disagree. I think that you cannot, you know, I mean, obviously people do some really messed up things when, you know, like filling kids' heads with, you know, ideas about their parents and all of that, that sort of stuff. I, I, I despise those things. I totally disagree. They're horrible. But stepping up fully, saying that I'm going to treat you as my own, saying that I'm going to treat you the way that I treat our other kids. If, you know, you're going to be in the family pictures. You're going to get in this bed. You're going to catch these hands. You're going to catch this discipline. I'm going to lecture you. I'm going to punish you. I'm going to love on you. I don't think that whether you're a parent or not, if you're dealing with a child, I think you need to bring it all. Or don't bring it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that, like, I mean, since, like, social media, the internet, since those things never go away, I do think you have to be a little more conscious about what you say about another, about a child's parent, Mm -hmm. just because that's, you know, he's little now, but eventually he'll get old enough to read those kinds of things. Right. Um, And, you know, he might have his own own opinions about his dad or whatever, but I, I think it's hard for you to judge that. And we all all make mistakes and probably post things we shouldn't about mm-hmm. our kids or our kids' lives or whatever. Um, so I just think, you know, maybe when you're in the spotlight, you got to be a little more, like, you know. It's wrong for people to even ask him, put him in that position, ask him, like, so what about future Sierra and the baby? Blah, 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 blah. I don't even know. I have no idea what this child name is. Um, but he... he sort of like does some of that on his own and I think that may be a little wrong maybe it is I mean I think that you know ultimately this is the the thing um I feel like that's man business I don't I'm not a man I don't know how it should be handled but you know I feel like if 
there was a child involved and that child had a mother, it would be Sierra's job to manage that relationship, mm-hmm. to communicate with the mom, to be like, okay, woman to woman, how are we going to do this? You know? Right. Um, and from other aspects of his life, it seems like Russell Wilson is a stand-up guy. I imagine that he, I would hope, you know, with him, his, you know, future's child living with him, and in his house, that he has had those type of man-to-man yeah. conversations or attempts or something, you yeah. know? I just think like, putting it on social media is is doing too much. You know, it might be. But the other thing is, I know that, like, sometimes, you know, as a, as a per- person who's not with my child's father, with you know, like, I have a ex-husband and a kid, and... You know, sometimes there's so much stuff that happens behind the scene, and I may not say anything about it. And then, like, on the 1,072 time, I'm going to pop back. And it might be public. And, you know, it might just be because, don't forget, like, you would, you know, like, you, you're you acting this way because you're taking for granted that I'm a nice person and that mm-hmm. I'm a private person and that I don't put you on blast. But I have the ability to, to do so. So... You know, and 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 I get that. You know, I agree. I don't think he got that much backlash for it because he is a man. But had he been a woman calling out another woman about her mothering, it probably would have been a whole nother can of worms. I bet. I bet. So when you think about it like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like if he had done that, if if he had been Sierra saying to, or you know, futures wife saying to Sierra something about their child. Mm-hmm. Oh. It, like, people would have been, the, the lyrics would have come off. People would have been all over the place. It would have been just a whole nother situation. Right. Whole nother. So, you know, you mentioned something about your your ex-husband and co-parenting. In your eyes, like, how, how should effective, how should co-parenting be done so that it's effective but that you also can, like, manage personal relationships. So, I'm very non-traditional when it comes to my ideas around this. Because, you know, the way that I look at it, I feel like you don't have to... I feel like families come together in so many different ways, right? Like Mm -hmm. this, you know, future... Uh, Russell Simmons, I mean, Russell Wilson, <laughs> you know, shoot, Russell Simmons and Kamara and Jamin Hansu, like, family comes together in so many different ways. And so, ultimately, the way I see it, yeah, we may live under different roofs. We may not be, you know, a nuclear family anymore, meaning we live in the same house. We're, you know, designed in a traditional way. But we're connected by a child. And so whether we like it or not, as long as we're connected by that child, in some way or another, we're family. Mm -hmm. And so ideally, you still come together as parents in a balanced way with your child being the focus of that, with what is best for this kid. And trying to still maintain like what kids need structure communication discipline um love um mm-hmm. consistency but living at different addresses that w- in my opinion is the most ideal situation yeah i agree i think that like um people when it comes to this kind of stuff they tend to put their own needs and 
you know, preservation of other relationships over really what's best for the kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, people sometimes get bitter. A lot of times, I, I will say, ooh, and I know women are not going to like this, but, like, the woman does become bitter. Rightfully so, though, because sometimes, like, the the man just has so much more freedom right. to come and go as he pleases. So, you in know, a sense, she's jealous that she yeah. doesn't have that same ability. Yeah, and, and so that causes a lot of friction sometimes, and I think causes a lot, like, a lot of, like, pulling for straws, like, okay, but I want to do this too, and, like, trying to, like, create situations, make situations that are unnecessary, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, happen. And, and I think that that causes a lot of friction in those relationships because the woman and men confuse this I think a lot for women just wanting to still be with him right right but right. like but the woman you know she gets jealous of his other romantic relationships or jealous and it's not necessarily because she wants to be with him but because she wants the same things right and because she doesn't have the ability to date freely, to, you know, choose a partner based on what she wants as an individual, based not just, you know, what's good for her child and her, you know? Right, and men do have that option. Mm-hmm. They have the option to really vet somebody and get somebody on their team mm-hmm. before introducing them to their kid, um, and spending a lot of time building a relationship with that person right. without bringing their child into it. So then, of course, like once the child, once the person loves you, they'll most likely accept your child. And and it's a woman too, so it's it's right. a different situation. But you know, women we we block ourselves into these you oh, know yeah. situations. We want to control the upbringing of our children without the equal and balanced input of the father. And because of that, right, because of that, then we have more responsibility. Yeah. And then we get mad that we have the responsibility. But women do that in relationships, too, like Mm -hmm. in marriages and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. They do. They're like, you got to give the baby a bath this way. You got to do this. You got to do that. When it comes to the kid, I manage all of that. I'm I'm going to speak personally on this, and I, I usually don't talk about these sort of things, but I think it's important to share. So... My ex-husband and I could never agree on child support, like ever. <laughs> and so, you know, but my child has needs, right? You raise a kid, they have a lot of financial needs. Mm-hmm. And so for me, for my health and for the well-being of my child and what I thought was best for her, I was like, you know what? Cool. Don't give me a dime. Don't give me any child support. Because of that, I struggled financially. But also because of that, you're not giving me any money so she has to spend more time with you at your house to give her the things that she deserves because you can't get through your head that if she's with me she also deserves those things and you don't want to give me any money but my child still needs those things but instead of me fighting over that issue i said i'll approach it a different way cool you figure it out yeah you figure it out let me know when you get it and for a lot of women they I think some women would have judged that, like... um, A lot of women judge it. Yeah, like, but you're the mama, that child's supposed to be with you, and it's... We make decisions, I think, when it comes to these things, off of what we think things are supposed to be like and look like, rather than, like, addressing it as one unique situation, Mm -hmm. which is why I agree. I don't think, like, going to court and, like, arguing over child support is a good look 
or even visitation and all that kind of stuff because a judge don't know you and your unique situation, your unique child. And, right. and that's just, you know, the bottom line. But I think when it comes, you know, to these co-parenting situations that people, you know, really want things to be equal, <laughs> like, they really feel like, but this should be, you know, equal in the amount of time we spend with the kid, equal with this, equal with that, and the bottom line is, it's never gonna be that way. It's and not it, even that way when you live under the same roof. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Yeah. You know, there's times when, for instance, I may be sick or I may be busy with, you know, a project that I'm working on or you may be traveling for work. It's not always equal and balanced. And, yeah. you know, there's a difference between fair and equal. Yeah. <laughs> and and who cares? Like, what is fair? It's, it's just a stupid concept. It all is very stupid. All of that goes out the window when, when you, you have become a, a parent. Yeah. That's yeah. just the bottom line. And if you're always comparing... The, nothing is fair anymore. Yeah. And if you're always, like, comparing, like, your parenting versus the other person's parenting, that is where you will fail automatically. Well, that is a very immature approach to parenting. Mm-hmm. You, It's like you're a kid. Oh, man, she got three cookies. I only got two, man. This shit ain't right. Yeah, it's, do kids say that? No, <laughs> this shit ain't right. I don't know about all that. I was just trying to be like the little bad kid, you know. <laughs> Evie, stop! You're making too much noise in here. Yeah, so, no, I don't know about that. But, uh, but the point is, you know what? You know what, little fatty boy? You can't have three cookies. Why the boy gotta be fat? Maybe he just wants he, to be. Do you even hear how his voice sounded deep? <laughs> like he had fat in his throat. Oh man! Oh, don't my he god. sound fat? Oh my god! So, <laughs> so you can't have three cookies, okay? Because you ate six cookies yesterday, and you don't need three cookies today. Okay, here you go. But you get the point. <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. <laughs> so, you know, I and I, I do agree that I have very, I think I have very different opinions on this, like, from most people when it comes to this, because a lot of people want things to be... Um, very black and white like that relationship is over now you have moved on and now you need to treat this person this way that relationship is never gonna be over no not if you plan on parenting your child in a healthy way that's just the bottom line that relationship is never gonna be over right and i think that you know anybody who gets into a relationship with a woman who has a kid has to be willing to or with a man who has a kid yes has to be willing to manage their emotions around that relationship they have with that with their former partner mm-hmm. and and people don't want that people want to know that it's a shitty situation that you hate that person that y'all don't get along that y'all just follow the court orders and things are and you you have the kid on from Tuesday to Thursday and they got the kid the rest of the week and you get this amount of money like they want to know the parameters and they don't want to know that y'all are friends right that you celebrate birthdays together. Right. That you, you know, it makes people uncomfortable because it, like, leaves the idea of, like, well, maybe you're still sleeping together mm-hmm. or maybe you still want to be with that person. And i rather take that chance with a man who has a child with a woman who still gets, they still get along. Mm-hmm. 
I'd rather take the chance that there's a chance that he might still be sleeping with her than to deal with a bitter ass man who is like always like, I can't stand her. She don't let me see my kids. Right. She don't know whatever. Or vice versa. Like, wouldn't you want a woman who is like, yeah, we love our child. We get along for him. Like, wouldn't you want that? No. <laughs> I know they don't want that. <laughs> no, they don't want that because people are selfish and they just want to feel like what they have is safe. It's not threatened by anything. Mm-hmm. And if people didn't get feel that way, ultimately, they probably wouldn't get married. Like, people get married to, like, take somebody off the market, to yeah. lock somebody down. Yeah. To You know, like, like, if you were comfortable in a space of you know, trust and mutual understanding and love, then you probably wouldn't say, let's just hurry up and get married and lock this down and have all of these. Right. Not as many people would is what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. And I I really think that if you are going to effectively co-parent, that it takes managing managing another relationship, making sure that that other person, like, not not the person you're romantically involved with, but the person you have a child with feels good about the interactions you have with them. Because and here's their the bottom line. This is this is why I say it's actually it can actually be a really good thing. And this is the thing. Like if I'm dealing with my ex-husband in a way where we're communicating, there's clear boundaries, you know, I um respect him I demand that same those same things of my daughter you know what it does is show that I'm really good at relationships and prioritizing what's important to me so if I'm in a relationship with you that's romantic Mm -hmm. you can expect those things as well but on a whole better on a better level on a better more intense more beneficial But I, people don't. I don't think most people see it that way at all. Right? How do they see it? I think they see it like you still talking to this nigga. That's room for opportunities for him to try to get back with you. Y'all going family vacations together. That sounds dangerous. He see you in a swimsuit. Yeah, I think you know <laughs> it's just that's where their minds. Dangerous? Are. How? Dangerous? How? So it's like what you said. You'd rather take that chance. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'd rather take the chance that you're going to have one slip up in 10 years, right, on this random ass day, than me to be married for 10 years to a jerk who doesn't take care of his kid and doesn't put their well-being before his own selfish needs. Yeah, but the people That's- don't want to lose. They don't want to lose. They don't want to lose out. They don't want to lose the time they've invested in their relationship. They want don't want to feel like... You know, you chose someone else over them. Whether that person is nice to their ex or not mm-hmm. does not mean they are in love with them or not. Like, those things are not mutual. No, they're not. They don't have to be connected. Yeah. You know, and really, truthfully, like, if, you know, somebody is angry and bitter and hateful and rude, it's more likely that they have feelings. They haven't the, gotten over that relationship. Exactly. Then the person who's just like, hey, what's up? Yep, nope, this is what happened at school today. What? Can you believe that? She crazy. Ha ah, ah. Okay, bye, thanks. Yeah. Ain't nothing there. Yeah. Ain't nothing there. But they're like, why, why do y'all need to talk? Or, you know, I just don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with a man 
and a woman breaking bread together with their kid occasionally. Like, taking their child to the zoo, <laughs> going... On the field trip together. On, like, I don't see anything wrong with it. I never will. There's nothing that can convince me that. People, I think people who feel that way is like they heard of something, they saw something, they've experienced something, mm-hmm. you know, or they just don't feel like... Like you said, it's like no security in that. So they're like, yeah, nah, I'm not trying to do that. But you worried about that one person when there's millions of people in this world. You know what? I People <laughs> always worry about the, the wrong person and the wrong thing. <laughs> like, know. you know, we as women, we have this bad. We'll like fixate on like, oh... I bet he talked to that chick at work. Ugh, she always be smiling at him long. Uh, you know, when I'm on the phone with him and he walk past her, he always speak. Ugh, we always fixate on the wrong thing. Meanwhile, you know. It's a person you don't expect. or right. Or it's nothing. Or it's no one. Right. Right. It's just, it's so ridiculous. So I do think that, you know, if you are in a relationship where you're having trouble co-parenting uh, with that person, other person's co-parenting style... I think, you know, just talk about it Mm -hmm. with them. Because a lot of times, you know, people just make assumptions and then that's where it leads to the uncomfortable, you know, vibes or whatever. You know, and and the thing about it is if you are in a relationship with someone who has a child with someone else and they're co-parenting with that other person, you know, if you feel uncomfortable talk to your partner about it you know like oh <laughs> i thought you were talking about like if you talk to your co-parenting partner no 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 i'm saying talk to your partner mm-hmm. so that you can see where their mind is because a lot of times you just mm-hmm. people just make assumptions like oh she didn't he went over to the house and ate dinner with them tonight mm-hmm. Ooh. right that's true and you know what else don't do don't do this don't talk to your ex about it don't be like, nigga, don't call me after 8.30 p.m. because my man be over here and he get mad. Because then you're discussing your relationship, your intimate aspect of your life with your ex, and that is a poor boundary. Yeah. Don't talk to your ex about it. Don't put that on them. Like, mute their calls. Don't answer your phone. Handle your stuff in a different way. Like, yeah, you know. I agree. And I do think it's just, it's on a case-by-case basis. Mm-hmm. Like, me and my kid's daddy got to talk a lot because we got a serious, we got a special situation over here. Mm-hmm. Not like, between you, but with your son. With our kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it requires a lot of teamwork. Mm-hmm. You don't want me to talk to him about it, then you should make this easier on me somehow, right. some way. Right. That's, the, that's all I've got to say about that. That's all you got to say about that? Yeah. Well, my daughter, ooh, she's a little baddiekins. <laughs> and she tells a lot of untruths. <laughs> That's so nice the way you said that. <laughs> so there needs to be a lot of fact-checking happening, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, if you don't, she's not being parented in the way that she needs to be parented. Yeah. So, yeah, there has to be some communication. And you know what's really just ridiculous? People fall in love and love so many people along their journey in life. Hopefully. Hopefully. Most people. And I I think to just want to be one person's everything is just where where so many people fail. 
It does. It does fail. Well, not just to want to be somebody's everything, but to expect someone to be your everything. Whew. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so true, Renee. So true. Right. So, and and that's the other thing. Like, you know, if I have a good co-parenting relationship, which let me just say I'm working on, but for, for you know, transparency's sake, you know, I'm still working on that. But if I have a good co-parenting relationship, then when I do couple up with somebody, that person and I can focus our energy on building and growing our relationship as opposed to all of the difficult dynamics that come into entering into a family of, you know, yeah. a mom and a kid. First of all, I know I've been, you know, in that space of like working on yourself, trying to manage that situation and get to a point where you can co-parent together. And I know I was not a good person to be around when I was going through that. Like who wants to sit and hear all of that? Nobody wants to hear all of that. Right. Like, oh, he did this and he did that. And did it. Like, there will always be something that arises. There will always be, you know, things you have to work on with that relationship as you do with any relationship. But nobody wants to hear negative Nancy all day long. Right. Nobody. Right. So you should be happy when that person is happy and pleased with, like, where they are when it comes to that. And it should be something that makes you have more confidence in the person you're entering into a relationship with. As opposed to less confidence, which yeah. seems to be the norm. Yeah. I, I mean, the I know usual. people be lying. Right. But people be lying about everything. People be lying. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to make decisions off of, you know, what's best for you. I have so much more respect for somebody who tells me up front what I'm dealing with and lets me make my decision from there. It doesn't mean that it's going to be a positive decision. It doesn't mean that I'm going to agree with you. It doesn't mean that there's not going to be consequences. But it does mean that I will continue to deal with you because lie to me too many times to see what happens. The other day, Bayla lied and said she didn't get homework packets. And then she, and then I asked her again, and she could tell that I already knew the truth. And in the past, she would just kept going with that lie. She would have dug her grave with that lie. But I said, so, Bayla, why didn't you bring home a packet? And she just said, because you know what? I didn't want to do homework. <laughs> and, that, and that was some, that was some attitude of no stuff that came out of her mouth. But I could respect that honesty. She still got caught that discipline, but it wasn't as bad. Renee says she caught that discipline. First of all, <laughs> she just act like she just was coming with it. Like, like, go <laughs> like get I your, was in the circle. <laughs> go get your, yeah, you didn't even know it with the circle me. <laughs> go get your switch from outside. She just come like she's so hard. Now, I will say her child really respects and, you know, if it's on, somebody she gonna listen to, it's Renee. But don't, don't let Renee fool y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. When I say discipline, I don't necessarily mean a whooping. Or I a know, but you said she caught that lecture. That's what you meant to say. <laughs> she caught that haircut. Yeah, that's what she caught. She wanted. She wanted to grow. Her, keep growing her hair out, and then you know, nope, not you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So. Oh, I hate to end on this note, but we really sort of are need to wind up. We're out of time. Um, all right, so we'd like to hear your thoughts on the Mayo Cella, the comeback or not of Sierra, 
And what do you think makes effective co-parenting? What is good co-parenting, y'all? Follow us uh, at Go Cup Show and at Do Happy Stuff and at Nola Name Name. Yep, and subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Leave a review and be a supporter. Come on, y'all. Ninety nine yes. cents a month. That's it. That's all it takes. Four ninety nine to keep hearing us <laughs> directly from the studio, aka, AKA the, the closet. closet. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Renee and Korea and I wanted to remind you to check us out on Instagram at GoCupShow or our individual Instagram pages. Korea's is at DoHappyStuff and Renee's is NolaNene. And also, um, make sure to subscribe, subscribe, y'all. Come on, so that you can get notifications when these new podcasts come out, so that you're not way behind, unless you want to binge listen, because I know how it be sometimes, but still subscribe. We would love that. Love to hear from y'all. Drop us some comments. Leave us a voicemail. Um, Make sure you rate us. Let us know how you're liking the show. This is so much fun. Ooh, and... If you want to be a guest on the show, please, please, please drop it in the comments. DM us. Let us know. We're looking for some fun New Orleans flavor to add in with us and um, share everything we got to see. Later.